At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Taking a look at this uh, NBA schedule for Tuesday, it's a short schedule, just five games. Uh, the Sixers and Bucks is probably going to be the best game of the night. Uh, should have a playoff-type feel with both of these teams in the mix for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. The Sixers are a point-and-a-half favorite at home. And you know me, I always love betting against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, always, it's good to, it matters who's playing. If you get the big three playing for Milwaukee, I like taking Milwaukee in this spot, uh, plus any type of points. Right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook, it is holding still at plus one and a half for Milwaukee. But that's where I'd lean uh, in this game. Uh, just assuming that, you know, Giannis and Middleton and everybody's playing. If not, then obviously uh, things change a bit. Uh, the last time these two teams played, Philadelphia won by three. 123-120. Embiid had 42 points. Giannis had 32 points. And uh, obviously before this, uh, you know, it was no James Harden for this game. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be another close one. It comes down to the wire here between these two teams. So I might take every point that I can get in this matchup. Should be a great game, though, coming up here on Tuesday night. 
The Bulls are in uh, D.C. to take on the Wizards. Chicago's laying three, and I'll be honest with you, I can't back the Bulls because they have just been struggling. It's been a bad run for Chicago. Like, a very bad run for Chicago. You realize that this team is 43-32 and 32 after losing to the Knicks here on Monday. On f- February 24th, this team was 39-21. and 39-21. and 21. <laughs> They have gone 4-11 and 11 in their last 15 games. I mean, that's just, that's terrible. That is a terrible 15-game stretch. And now I'm going to lay three on the road? I, I'm sorry. I just can't do it. The Bulls might be the right side. The Bulls might win this game. But Washington's coming off of two straight wins against the Pistons and, and the Warriors. Uh, I can't. I, I'm, I'm not stepping in front. I'm not stepping behind this Bulls team. I'll step in front of them. So I'll take the points with the Wizards in this game. Pistons and Nets, my initial reaction is to grab the points with Detroit. Detroit's been so good against the spread, especially in their past, you know, 16, 17, 18 games. We know they had that long stretch of covering 14 straight. And really as an underdog is really where they've been, you know, doing so great against the number here. There was a couple of games including that game against Portland where they were favored and they didn't cover. There was the other game where they were favored, and I said, I don't like this team as a favorite. I think it was against the Wizards, and they didn't cover. Uh, But then they bounce back, and they cover against the Knicks uh, despite losing that game. So um, that is something to keep an an eye out for. But um, Jeremy Grant's going to miss the remainder of the season with a left calf strain. So, you know, a little bit of a blow to, to them for that. I suffered that injury on Friday. And the Brooklyn Nets are in a spot where they need the win. I don't think the Nets can afford to really dance around this game. Kyrie's debut at the Barclays Center on Sunday did not go according to plan. The Nets lose to the Hornets. And right now, they are lucky that Charlotte lost on Monday because the Nets are just a half game up on Charlotte for the eighth seed. This is a spot where Brooklyn needs to roll. So my initial thought was taking the points with Detroit because it's such a heavy line. But I kind of feel like this could be, you know, a blowout. Kind of like what we saw in Miami here on Monday. I thought going into that game, as bad as Miami has played, taking the Kings plus the 13 points, right? Keep it close, lose the game, but cover the 13. It's a heavy line, and really with the way that Miami was playing, do they deserve to be 13-point favorites over anybody? But kudos to Miami. They go out there and they blow them out. They win by 23 points. That's probably what's going to happen here for the Nets and the Pistons. 
let's see. Take a look at the halftime line. So it's 13 is the spread right now. And don't see any uh don't see any half lines right now. But Nets team total is 121 and a half. That could be interesting. The Nets might score 120-130 in this game. This could be like a 131, you know, like a 127 to 100 type of game. And the Nets blow them out. So I might just stay away, but if there was a side, I think I'd now lean, especially with Jeremy Grant out, I'd now lean more towards the Nets covering this heavy line. JVT likes taking the points with the Lakers. Oh, it's so gross. The Lakers are so bad. And I don't think they win this game. The Lakers are seriously going to not make the play-in tournament. Think about that. They are just a half game up on the Spurs. Dallas, meanwhile, they're in. But they're just one game up on Utah for the 4-5. So home court advantage on the line there. Dallas is a better team. Luka is having an incredible season. LeBron also. LeBron's scoring. But he hasn't been healthy. And I wonder if, you know, that's going to start. I don't want to say an excuse, but that's going to start to be the thing here for the Lakers, right? Is that, eh, they're not in it. LeBron, you know, the leg, it's bothering me. It's just, uh, we're not going to press it. Plus, like, if LeBron plays and the Lakers lose, LeBron gets blamed. But if LeBron doesn't play and the Lakers lose, LeBron almost almost gets cheered, right? It's like the built-in excuse. It's like the Lakers lost, but they didn't have LeBron. But if LeBron plays and they lose, it's like he just doesn't have it anymore. And this guy has such an ego that I don't think he wants that to be the case. So if he, if the writing's on the wall, and it could be after this game that the Lakers are not going to get into this the playing round, whew, we might see LeBron miss some more games for the rest of this season. Kudos to the Lakers, though, who did play tough without LeBron the last time out. And... Maybe that's what they need. You know, free Westbrook. Let him go. I don't know uh, when, you know, Anthony Davis is going to come back. Apparently, um, he is getting closer. And LeBron James actually is listed as doubtful for this game. But again... Look at the way that this team played without LeBron against the Sixers. A 126-121 loss in that game. Russell Westbrook, 24 points. Howard had 24. Malik Monk, 23. Carmelo, 20. 
It was a good all-around effort from this team. And then LeBron plays. He scores 39. Lakers blow a 20-point lead and lose to the Pelicans. Writing's on the wall. This is season is just not, you know, they're going to be in the lottery. This is it. And do they even own their pick? I don't even think they own their pick anyway. Uh, but Mavericks laying 12. And I know it's a hold your nose type pick, but it might be the Lakers plus the points in this matchup and see if it gets higher. Like if LeBron James is officially announced out, you got to imagine this number goes up, right? It's at 12 right now. It would probably go up even higher. And then you get the Lakers that maybe has a 14, 15 point dog and watch them cover. And then the Jazz and the Clippers. What more can you say about the Clippers? They have lost five straight games, just two wins in their last 10. They are just locked into that eight seed, and it seems like they are all just playing out the string. Only way to play this game is to back Utah as a short favorite on the road. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we're going to get back into the college basketball conversation. Ian McMillan from Sided will join me on the program, get his thoughts on the Final Four and Tournament Most Outstanding Player as well. Maybe get some golf picks out of Ian as well. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
This is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Game on! Time for the Yingling Pick'em Challenge. Bring the goods during college basketball's biggest tournament. Play for free in eight pools and make winning picks for your share of $40,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yingling now to join the action. Yingling, logger up and bring the goods. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Joining me now from BetSided is Ian McMillan. And uh, Ian, let's talk about the Final Four. Coach K's farewell tour will continue as Duke takes on North Carolina for the first time in the tournament, which is incredible considering the history between these two. But how much stock are you putting into this whole Coach K farewell tour and also the fact that North Carolina spoiled the final home game at Cameron Indoor Arena, and the Blue Devils looking for a little bit of revenge. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I I actually thought Duke was kind of underrated heading into the tournament, so I'm not totally shocked that they're in the Final Four here. Um, in terms of potentially betting on them and betting on them for that reason, I, I, I'm not a storyline guy. I'm not a motivation guy, anything like that, so I try to stick strictly to the numbers, but I mean, this Duke team is unbelievably talented. Uh, and I think they're a little bit underrated heading into the tournament. I thought it was a good spot to buy low on them after how they performed in the ACC uh, championship and in UNC in the final regular season game. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if the coach K story ends here, to be honest. So not putting much stock into North Carolina beating Duke in Cameron in the final game of the, of coach K's career in that building and a uh, little motivation factor here for the Duke Blue Devils against them here. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I see the issue is the first time Duke and UNC played, it was a blow for Duke this season at UNC. So uh, you had a blow one way, one game, a blow the other, uh, the other way, the other game. So uh, what I think is going to happen the third time is going to be a lot closer. Now, is Duke or UNC going to win? Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I, if there was one thing I would say that's, that's, that I'm confident in is that it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be a close game. And win or lose, what, 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 what better way to send out Coach K here than a, than a close, exciting, all-time game against UNC? Absolutely. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, Villanova takes on Kansas. How big of a blow is it for the Wildcats losing Justin Moore? I think it's a massive blow. I think it can't really be understated how big um, of an impact that is going to make uh, on this Villanova team. Arguably, he's certainly not the best shooter on the team, but he's arguably the best defender. Um, and that's going to be that. That's going to be a big issue, as, as well as his rebounding. The third top rebounding on Villanova. Now they have to face a Kansas team that is so strong on the interior, both offensively and defensively. Uh, it's going to hurt them a lot. I think this is not a good stylistic matchup to begin with for Villanova, and then you throw in this Justin Moore injury, it's it's going to be tough for Villanova to o- overcome that. Is Kansas the best team remaining out of these four? I think so. I mean, now I'm not going to say Kansas is, is certainly a lock to win. I think any of these four teams could win, including UNC. Uh, but if you're just to evaluate this team, these teams based on uh, talent, based on skill, based on uh, how many holes they have in different areas, I think Kansas... Uh, the way I'd word it here, I, I'd say Kansas is the most complete team. Uh, saying they're the best team is, is a little tough, but I would say they're certainly the most complete team in every facet of the game. 
Ever since the Sweet 16 started, Ian, unders in the first half and full game are 11-1. and one. Would you be leaning towards the unders in both of these final four games? I try not to bet on trends. I try my best to ignore trends, as tempting as it is just to jump on them. Uh, I would be leaning. I, I, I kind of like the under in the Kansas and Villanova game. I think that is going to be a little bit of a slugfest. But UNC's speed... Uh, in the game against Duke, I think Duke needs to try to match their speed if they really want to uh, uh, handle UNC. I think that's their only chance to kind of win that game is to match their speed. So uh, I'd, I'd be I'd be looking at the over in Duke UNC. But like I said, I try not to allow uh, trends like that as interesting as they are. I try not to allow them uh, to affect my betting too much. Well, I think the over could be the play because yeah. the books are adjusting. And we're seeing them push down these totals as a result of this trend. Plus, everyone says it every year when you play these final four games in a dome stadium, the sight lines are obviously different for these players. And it's an adjustment period shooting on these rims. And so people love taking the unders in these final four games. These numbers that the books are posting, though, just might be too low. Yeah, I would agree. If I would do anything with these trends, I, w- I would do the opposite and bet on regression on these trends because trends only last for so long. Eventually, whether it's short-term or long-term, you see regression. So if the sports books are, are reacting to the trends and moving the lines down, uh, I think you're right. I think it's time to take the over. As far as the tournament most outstanding player, uh, who would you pick if each team were to go on to win the national championship? Oh, great question. I think it's definitely Paulo Bencaro for the for Duke for UNC, who I actually think, um, believe it or not, who I who I think should win it uh, if they get to the final here is is uh, Brady Manning. Uh, I think one of the, one of the biggest examples of why he deserves to win it is uh, they are up twenty plus points against Baylor, and he gets ejected for a flagrant foul, and then Baylor comes all the way back and forces overtime. That shows just how important. Brady Manick is to this UNC team. Uh, he, he can beat you on the outside with, with his perimeter shooting. Uh, he can pound you down low. He's, he's a very versatile player. Um, if UNC makes it to the final here, and obviously kind of based on history, they'd have to win. But uh, Brady Manick for UNC uh, would, would certainly be my choice. And what about for Kansas or Villanova? Uh, Villanova definitely got to go. Uh, Connor, Connor Gillespie, I mean, not only uh, is he one of the best players uh, on the team, uh, certainly offensively, it's free throw shooting. But uh, if you're just talking about a leader, a guy who's been there forever, uh, you have to kind of like uh, Connor Gillespie. He's been there forever. He was a backup uh, back when they last won uh, uh, the championship. So um, I think you have to go Villanova. I'm interested to see uh, who you would think for Kansas, though. Well, uh, Abaji is the favorite for if, if Kansas. Happen, right? yeah. and, and he's at plus 450, the latest odds that I saw. However, Remy Martin's 9-1. to one. And I think I'd rather have a ticket on Remy Martin because it's actually been Martin who's been leading the way for them in this tournament, not Obaji. And if he puts up, you know, 20 somewhat points uh, in the final four game and in the championship game, the spark that he has provided for this Kansas offense when they have gone stagnant, I think he actually would get the votes to be the tournament MOP. I would agree with that. I, it's a little bit tricky to kind of uh, to kind of bet on this now because I, I think this award is usually based on these kind of last two games, the final sure. four and the championship game. So um, yeah, but I, I like that because I mean, with these kinds of awards, I think you always you always kind of want to lean lean towards guys who are presenting more betting value as opposed to the favorites. Yeah, and I'll give you another long shot: Caleb Love, twenty-two to one. 
Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Yeah, as opposed to uh, Brady Manick, who's sitting here at 16-1. to 1. So good odds on uh, both of those guys. Ian, anything else that you've been uh, focusing in on? I know college basketball has kind of dominated the conversation over the past week or so, but uh, anything else that you've been focusing in on here as we approach the end of the month? Yeah, golf. I, I, I don't know if you're a big golf better at all. I, golf is one of my favorite sports to bet on the Masters next week, the Valero Texas Open this week. Um, I, I might be a little bit biased this week for the Valero Texas Open, but I'm going to uh, back a couple of my fun, uh, my fellow uh, countrymen, a, fellow, a couple of Canadians this week, Adam <laughs> Hadwin uh, and Corey Connors, especially Corey Connors, his only PGA Tour win came at the Valero Texas Open back in uh, 2019. Uh, third place last week at the WGC match play, so he's in good form. A third in greens and regulation on tour, seventh in strokes gained off the tee. His short game is starting to come along a little bit. Um, and Adam Hadwin's another guy who's been in recent good good form recently. T9, T7, uh, his last two starts. 23rd in total strokes gained. I read that today. A little bit surprising. He's having an underrated season as well. So uh, if I were to say one piece of advice for this week's PGA Tour, uh, event for anyone who's a golf better target a couple of those Canadians but also like I said might be a little bit biased myself being <laughs> a Canadian Hadwin 40 to 1 right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook but shop around you might be able to find a better number there and uh see if you want to pull the trigger I like that I might have a little sprinkle on Adam Hadwin just for you Ian okay I love it and and for Canada clinching a, a ticket to the World Cup as well Oh, that's right. I mean, that was, I, I never thought, like, we, it wasn't even a discussion growing up, Canada making the World Cup. It was kind of just like an automatic assumption that we wouldn't make it. Like, you don't even discuss, oh, do you think we have a chance this year? Like, we, we just assume, no, we're never making the World Cup. So, uh, unbelievable run by a Canadian uh, soccer team. I'm so excited for the World Cup this year. It's going to be electric. Ian, appreciate the conversation. Good luck on your bets, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, my friend. Take care, and uh, best of luck with your bets as well. He is Ian McMillan, uh, senior editor at the Bet Sided. Great insight on the Final Four. And yeah, Valspar uh, tournament going on this weekend in golf. Maybe sprinkle a little, little bit on the Canadian, Adam Hadwin. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Talk a little Major League Baseball coming up next. I promise we're going to start doing some baseball each and every day as we get closer and closer to opening day. So, want to talk about some rotations and potential win totals coming up next this is the look ahead right here on vsin the sports betting network this is the look ahead on vsin the sports betting network Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh-cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and the Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VCND Sports Betting Network. And as I'm going through my baseball previews for this season, I'm starting to think about the teams that I'm going to be backing. And uh, I know that, you know, you already know, and, and I've, I've, 
haven't been shy about it. I'm back in the Phillies in the National League. I think their their win total right now, I believe, is at 85 and a half. It's a good number. I think they go over that number. Uh, I also would consider playing on the Phillies to win the NL East at plus 380. Um, A lot of talk about the New York Mets, uh, but I love this Phillies lineup. Love their rotation as well. They did uh, fix some things in the bullpen. They're going to score a ton of runs. Like if if the lineup, if the rotation gives up runs, like as Wheeler's not healthy or, uh, and I know they start the season with 13 straight games, so it might be a difficult start to the season. Uh, Listen, they might win (laughs) 9-7. rather than 2-1, but uh, I do think that, you know, I will be playing a lot of overs in Phillies games, and uh, I will be backing the Phillies a lot. But in the American League, I wanted to be against the Toronto Blue Jays. Why? Because everyone's on the Blue Jays, but the more I look at this team, the more I'm buying in to the Blue Jays' hype. Last year, they won 91 games. They're better this year. And their win totals at 92 and a half. They're the favorites to win the AL East. And they're going to... uh, They're probably going to be in contention right there to the end with this division. They're going to win over 92 games. For sure. And what you have to realize about this team is that finally they um, will be playing a full season in Toronto with no hiccups, no Buffalo home games. No Dunedin, Florida home games. No. We're back to as close to normal as we can be. The Blue Jays in Toronto. No more distractions. A lineup that pretty much won the offseason. George Springer for a full year. Bo Bichette. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Teoscar Hernandez. Matt Chapman, right? What a great acquisition that was. You still have Biggio. Uh, You still have Guriel. And the rotation, yeah, Robbie Ray's gone. I get it. But this rotation might be better this year than it was last year. You got a whole, you got a full season of Jose Barrios, right, who you acquired late last season was incredible. You got a full season of him. You get Kevin Gosman, who was tremendous for the Giants. Hunjin Ryu, Alec Manoa, a young stud, and Yusei Kikuchi. That's as deep of a five-man rotation as you're going to find in Major League Baseball. I don't think anybody's going to argue that the best rotations in baseball are the Mets and the Brewers, right? The Mets with Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett, uh, Carrasco, and um, whoever they have as their fifth starter. Uh, And then the Brewers, Woodruff, Corbin Burns, oh, Taiwan Walker for the Mets. Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Peralta, 
this that rotation's insane. And then the bullpen, you know how good the Brewers bullpen is. So those are the two top rotations in baseball. I don't think there's a better rotation. I mean, outside of those two, obviously, it's the Mets and the Brewers. I don't think there's a better rotation beyond those two than the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, I just, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, I'm looking down my list of teams here. Astros, maybe? Verlander, Valdez, uh, Urquidy. I mean, who else? The Dodgers, it's Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin, Andrew Haney. Yuck. Um, I, I know I'm missing somebody here. That's I, I just, who am I putting up ahead of the Blue Jays? White Sox, Giolito, Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease, Dallas Keuchel, Michael Kopech. That's an elite lineup as well. Uh, rotation, excuse me. The Giants will be good. Logan Webb, Carlos Rodon, Anthony DiScofani. But the Blue Jays, with this lineup, with that rotation, this is this is going to be a uh, this is going to be a ninety-five to hundred win team. They're going over their ninety-two and a half win total, and I, I'm surprised to find it that low. If I'm being honest considering this team winning 91 games last year and they're better this year, and I'm looking at DraftKings right now, and I'm seeing Toronto at 92.5, and and the over is actually less juice than the under? I don't don't buy it. This team is going to go over their win total. Absolutely go over their win total. A couple other win totals I was looking at that I think could be interesting is um, Mariners are 83 and a half. And that one, last year, Seattle won 90 games. Do they repeat the success that they had last season? Maybe. Maybe. Projected lineup, Adam Frazier, Ty France, Jesse Winker, who's an absolute stud, Mitch Hanniger, who will provide pop, e, uh, Eugenio Suarez, you have J.P. Crawford, Abraham Toro, Jared Kalenic, another full season, Tom Murphy catching, the rotation, Robbie Ray, Marco Gonzalez, Chris Flexen, Logan Gilbert, and Matt Brash. It's a good team. Do they win 90-plus games again? I think they could come close. 83-and-a-half is a pretty low number for a team that has, especially at the, the, the rotation, the, the, the guys that they have now, and a, and a young lineup that is expected to score a ton of runs. And in a division, you see, this is the important thing. In a division where the Rangers will be down and the A's will be down. You see, last season, they won 90 games and the A's were an 86-win team. 
the A's are not going to be a competitive team this year. The Rangers will probably win around 70-somewhat games. The A's, 60-something? And they might be the worst team. So you have now two bad teams in that division. Yeah, the Angels will be better. But with Oakland being bad, it's only going to help Seattle pick up more wins. So I think that Seattle would be an over on the win total that I would look at. Um, I was thinking about the Padres. And if there was an opportunity to fade them, obviously, with the Tatis injury. But I still think this team's going to be good. Padres are at 88 and a half. That is a high number for a team that might struggle out of the gate. It could be a, a smart play to go under the Padres' win total just because I do believe that they will start out slow in you know a couple of weeks here without Tatis, three months actually. What's interesting about the rotation, though, you got Darvish and Musgrove, but Mike Clevenger's coming back from his second Tommy John surgery. And if he pitches like what he used to pitch like, that's a deadly one-two-three combo in your rotation. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger-licking good. Order the KFC sandwich today. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wanted to take a look at everything we have on the board here on uh, Tuesday and uh, go through some leans and some selections. We'll start in college basketball with the two NIT semifinal games at Madison Square Garden, St. Bonaventure and Xavier in the first game. The Bonnies are a point-and-a-half favorite with a total of 140. And Washington State against Texas A&M in the second game. The Aggies are one-and-a-half-point favorites and a total of 133. For me, I like St. Bonaventure. I like the under 140. I lean Texas A&M money line and the under 133 in that game as well. Uh, the official pick for me with the NIT Give me Bonnies and the under in the first game. That's what I'm going with. St. Bonaventure, uh, money line and under 140 for the NIT. Let's go NBA action. Short schedule, Bucks at the Sixers. Philly is a point and a half. I lean towards Milwaukee in this spot. Uh, these two teams played not so long ago. It was a three-point game. No James Harden, obviously. Uh, this game, a little bit more important, says there's only about seven games left in the regular season, and both of these teams are jockeying for the top spot in the Eastern Conference. So it's up for grabs who's going to be the one seed. Um, I'm going to be curious to see where this spread goes before we get the tip-off. But if it gets higher, I'll absolutely jump on Milwaukee. I want any points that I can get in this game. And uh, at one and a half, it's like, eh, 
but anything higher, give me like a give me like a two and a half point line with the Bucks. Uh, just get, give me some points in this game. Uh, the Bulls at the Wizards. Chicago's laying three. How could you feel confident betting on Chicago? I can't. I mean, this team just lost to the Knicks on Monday. They're in free fall mode. They're four and eleven in their last fifteen games straight up. How am I supposed to lay three on the road with them? Against a Wizards team that's won two straight. Nah. Wizards plus the three is where I would go here. Nets and Pistons. Brooklyn laying 13 and a half at home. I wanted to take the Pistons. They've been so good against the spread. But, you know, Jeremy Grant's done for the year now. And this is an important game for the Nets. They need this win. Because the standings in the Eastern Conference in that play-in tournament are really going to change every single game now. And the Nets, just a half game up on Charlotte, who's a half game up on uh, Atlanta. That 7-8-9 race, or excuse me, that 8-9-10 race is really just incredible. The Nets want to stay in that 8. They want to stay in that 7-8 game. And... This is an important win. Kyrie's debut did not go so well the first time uh, in the first game on Sunday. This to me feels like a Nets blowout win. Kind of like what we saw from Miami against Sacramento here on Monday where it was 123-100. That's the type of performance I see us getting from the Nets here against the Pistons. I actually would look at the Nets team total over around 120 or so. Uh, I think I saw it 121. I think the Nets can score, and um, they're going to get out to a big lead, I think. So I don't, I'm never comfortable laying a big number, but I can see the Nets scoring about you know 125, 130 in this spot. So maybe take a look at the Nets team total. Lakers, Mavericks, LeBron doubtful. Does it help? I mean, we saw this team play without LeBron against the Sixers and cover in a game where they almost won. Then LeBron plays in the game against uh, New Orleans, and they have a 20-something point lead, 23-point lead. They blow it, and they lose. And the Lakers are dangerously close. Well, it's not even dangerous anymore. It's like it's there. It's red alert. The sirens are flashing. They're not going to make the playing tournament. They're a half game up on the Spurs for the 10 seed. And their schedule down the stretch is just impossible. They might win just one game for the rest of the year. And... I'll be honest, I don't even know if LeBron's going to play. He doesn't want to take the blame. At least if he doesn't play and they lose, you could say, hey, they didn't have LeBron. They didn't have Anthony Davis. Not going to win without those two. But it's just bad now for the Lakers. Mavericks win this game. But cannot part of me, do I dare take the points with the Lakers? Just thinking about the way that they played against the uh, the Sixers without LeBron and the importance of this game. You know, it's like, look at what Memphis has done without John Morant. They're 18-2 and two in their games without John Morant. I mean, maybe the Lakers without LeBron a little more focused a little more intensity, little rotations better. I don't know. They're they're six and eleven without LeBron. Excuse me, six and thirteen 
without LeBron this season. But most recently, a four-point loss to the Sixers, a seven-point loss to the Spurs, a one-point loss to the Clippers, a win against Portland, an eight-point loss to Atlanta, a three-point loss to Charlotte. So you're kind of getting the drift here. Like, they're playing close games without LeBron James. They got blown out in Philadelphia. There was a win against Sacramento, a six-point loss to the Knicks, a seven-point loss to the Bucks. Play close games without LeBron. I might take the points here with the Lakers against the Mavericks. And then the Jazz against the Clippers. I, I, the Clippers are just playing out the strings here. I mean, they really just have no, they don't care. They are locked in to that eight seed in the Western Conference. They are, they've lost five straight games. They're two and eight in their last 10. I know that Utah has lost four straight. So something's got to give. You got Utah on a four-game losing streak. You got the Clippers on a five-game losing streak. Which streak comes to an end here on Tuesday? For me, it's going to be the Jazz. The game is more important for Utah with the final, with seven games or so left in the regular season. It's more important for Utah to pick up this win than the Clippers, who are just comfortably set in that eighth spot in the Western Conference. So I'll go Utah uh, as a small one-point dog there in L.A. against the Clippers. On your hockey schedule here for Tuesday, it's a great schedule. There's a lot of great games. Bruins and Maple Leafs, that's a great game. Boston is short favorite at home. Hurricanes and Lightning, that's a great game. Tampa Bay, minus 140 at home. Rangers-Penguins, great game. Pittsburgh, minus 160 at home. Avalanche-Flames, great game. That's a toss-up. Right now, Calgary, minus 115. Um... The spots for me would be, I like the Wild to win. They've won six straight games. They're playing well. Philadelphia is coming off of two straight losses, a game that which they had a 3-1 lead against the Predators, and they still lost that game. It's the fifth game of a road trip right now for Philadelphia. They've gone one and three in their previous four games, so that would be one for me. Uh, is to go with um, is to go with uh, the Wild here. The Ducks are just in a free fall. They've lost nine straight games, so maybe take the Stars uh, in that matchup. Um, Panthers are minus four hundred against the Canadians. The one concern I have in this game is Montreal's been playing tough. We know that. The Panthers don't necessarily need the win. They're six points up on Tampa, so they have a comfortable lead. And it's their first home game after a seven-game road trip. Usually, that's a spot where I like to fade teams coming home for the first time after a long road trip. I might consider going Montreal plus a goal and a half in this game. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money at 7.45 a.m., Matt Humans, our senior editor here at VEASAN, uh, will join the program. Matt Vaskurgeon, 
MLB Network play-by-play announcer will join the program at 8.15 Eastern time at 9 a.m. Keith Smith from SportTrack and CelticsBlog.com. How crushing is the Robert Williams loss for the Celtics now going into the playoffs? No team has been better in the NBA since the calendar flipped to 2022, but losing Williams is absolutely going to crush them. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This. 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 At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.